Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. I am your host, Max Moser, here today with two other rotating Infinity Bro members of our six-member cast. First, coming back from his hiatus, it is Infinity Bro Mark. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Um, it's too bad the people of the Infinity Bros universe can't see that I now have a red background. It's finally been painted next tomorrow we're putting up um the pictures that i've collected at the last twin cities con so but i'm glad to be back why did you go with red why not red okay fair enough i like that about you i, th- I thought you were gonna be like it's oh, la- it's it's for- specifically it's lava red it's it's for the flash blah, 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 blah. i was expecting fl- that you know the original color set was uh um barbie pink and lime green and then I was like, uh, I'm going to do red instead. Yeah, thanks for doing red instead. I appreciate that. And the other Infinity Bros are other DC superfan here. We have both DC superfans of our six rotating cast. He's obsessed with Magic the Gathering. You can check him out on all our social media pages as he creates tremendous content. Robbie Sauter. Robbie, how you doing? I am doing great. Uh, just been ripping packs constantly for, since uh, Friday. Um I, I did see the Flash movie, but I've also watched Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring, the extended edition since then. So if I mix up the two, I'm sorry. Good for you. I, I got to tell you, that's awesome. Yeah. And John Wick. So I've watched two movies that are, are very, very good uh, in the last five days. We're going to talk about the Flash today. Everything you need to know about the Flash. I'm just going to ignore that last one. That was... Anyway, um... Before we get into the synopsis of this movie and get into spoiling it, because this will be a spoiler review, I'd love Mark and Robbie. Could you describe your hype level going into this? Like, what were you feeling as DC fans, obviously, with this massive transition of DC going in and out? Ezra Miller finally gets an opportunity to portray this character in their personal uh, movie. What What did you feel? Robbie, let's start with you. What was your hype level coming into this? You know, it's really odd i didn't have much of much hype at all honestly going into this movie um there was things that i knew going in like okay i think this is going to be really good i specifically thought that supergirl and the the uh michael keaton stuff was going to be really good um but everything else i was just kind of meh i wasn't really buying all of the famous people saying that this is going to be incredible I wasn't really buying all the content creators telling me that this was the greatest comic movie ever. Um, so I went into it very, very low on the hype scale. A one out of six, if you will, on the oh, hype okay. scale. All right, that's fine. No, that, that's really good. I mean, and your favorite DC movie ever is Birds of Prey, just like Mark's. And so I just, I, I know that you don't want that movie to get disrespected, that's right? right? I don't that's want... right. It did try to do the sandwich bit. So it did. It gave it its best shot. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. Mark, what is your thoughts? Of, or I guess what was your hype level coming into this movie? You have been known and Kevin Conroy himself called you the biggest DC fan in the Infinity Bros. Kevin Conroy, the voice actor of Bruce Wayne and actor of Bruce Wayne and then voice actor of Batman did did say that I was. We've got video. Evidence. We know. We, we know. We've got it. So what was your hype level? Definitely, I like. I wouldn't say hype was. I would probably, I would probably go with Robbie and say my hype was a one, but my desire to watch this just like skyrocketed. If that like, I would say that's two different 
things. Like, my hype for this wasn't, like, oh, I gotta go see it, but, like, I just needed to see it. I don't... It, does that name... I hope someone can understand what that... What I'm trying to put across. Like, like I love DC stuff so much, and if you're a big DC, the animated, um, like, mov- movies that they had, I just, like, initially when they said it was the Flash movie, it was gonna be, like, a time travel thing. Right. I was like, oh, they're doing Flashpoint Paradox. And, like, now having seen the movies, like, yeah, they, they did of. their best... <laughs> with what they could hold on hold on like, hold on hold on we're not gonna get into reviews let's just no 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 i'm, I'm just saying the jets. The, the, you know so that was my thought i'm yes. oh, sorry yeah yes. i thought you know, i was like okay they're doing a flashpoint movie and so so like my i guess my biggest hype going into this is i wanted to see how many batman were going to be in this yeah that was your goal your end game was how many batman can we stuff into this movie like how many throwbacks are they going to give us yeah and and we'll, we'll talk about that so uh, this is a movie that came out from Warner Brothers. It's been in production since 2017. Um, Michael Keaton, who's in this movie, so I got a couple notes I wanted to share before I read the synopsis and we got into our reviews. Are we spoiling? Are we going to spoilers? No, we're not going to do spoilers yet. Okay. I will give a spoiler warning. I, I do want to do a non-spoiler review because there's a lot of people on the fence about this one. So I want to make sure that we do offer that. And I think your two's perspective will be very important. So we we're, we're, we will make it very clear when we start spoiling this movie. Michael Keaton, who's in this movie, was seventy one year old seventy one years old in the making of this film. That makes him the oldest Batman in person on screen ever. It has opened officially as of today, the eighteenth of June. Um, two million above Green Lantern in two thousand eleven. <laughs> Four million below Black Adam. <laughs> It has been in production since 2017. The Flash has been a desired project dating back to, and this is not a lie. There are reports dating back to before the original Batman from Michael Keaton that the Flash movie was something they wanted to try to Mm. do. Warner Brothers has been talking about this movie for literally decades. Isn't the story, or maybe I've read this like way back in the days on threads, that... uh Tim Burton wanted to do a Flash movie, but they were like, no, we got to do Batman because no, more people know Batman. I have not heard that. Yeah. But but it wouldn't surprise me with how Tim Burton mm-hmm. thinks, right? He's kind of an outside-the-box thinker. This feels like a movie he would like, he would want to do, right? Uh, it, this also has a B rating on CinemaScore. This is the same as Black Adam and Ant-Man Quantumania, and Robbie and I have both been on the record of speaking very poorly of Ant-Man I thought it was, I thought... It was less. What than is Cinema Score? How do they base their ratings on? Do they have like That's a, a so the ratings? Like how they do the ratings? It's, it's it's this equation that puts all of it together and includes the audience scores. Mm. Okay, so that's the, like the Rotten Tomatoes and Critic Score are so different. Yeah, okay, it's a little more inflated than Rotten Tomatoes, and it opened. Uh, I already talked about Black Adam as well. Um, I'll there's a couple other things I'll talk about in the spoiler part because I don't want to give away spoilers for this movie. Just yet. Let me go ahead and read the synopsis. Barry Allen uses his speed force to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. Annie Machete, who is going to be directing Batman Brave and the Bold for the new DCEU, directs this. The writers Christina Hodson and Joby Harold are, are accredited as this. There's a lot of people that went in and out on this project for writing, um, but those two are the ones that ended up getting this one. Sasha Kaye is in this. She plays Supergirl. Ben Affleck as Batman. Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. Michael Keaton as 1989 Batman. Michael Shannon returns as General Zod, and he was just recently 
uh, on record as kind of crapping on superhero movies and different type of movies that have villains that are one-offs. Ron Livingston. I thought, I thought that was specifically on Star Wars. It was Star Wars, but he also mentioned super. He generalized super, it. He generalized oh, okay, it. Sure. He he didn't. In his defense, <laughs> he didn't just attack Star Wars. God, that's the, the article I first saw. That's what it was like. Huh? Okay. Yeah. That's the article is shared because it's talking about Star Wars and because of the context of what's been going on. Ron Livingston uh, plays Henry Allen. He uh, is oh, forgive forgive me. I don't remember the other actor's name, but he was in the Justice League movies. Um, and then, uh, there's a couple cameos I'm not going to acknowledge right now. So we're going to go ahead and give our non-spoiler review before we get into that. I want to make a one point very clear. The, the stuff happening with Ezra Miller behind the scenes, we all know about it. The infinity bros actually have a couple different ideas of how we've approached going to this movie. So infinity bro, Jared's been on the record of saying he's not going to see it and, I feel pretty confident that all five of us stand behind him in that decision. It's a really murky situation. It does not play a factor in how we interpret this movie. However, it is knowledge to us, and that's the reality of the situation. And assuming Ezra Miller is ruled that he has done everything that's been talked about in the press, it's abhorrent. Those things, the guy's got to go to jail, and that's just the reality of it. I just want to make that claim right out the gate. Because I do think there's going to be a small group of people with this movie that either say, oh, you hated it because of this, or, oh, you just didn't give it a chance sure. because of this. And I just want to make that caveat right out the gate. And I want to speak on behalf of my two buddies who I know the content of their character. And these are guys that would, one, they're great guys. They're not going to let that stuff ever slide. But two, they're very, very invested in these characters first. And so I just want to speak on behalf of them, but also on behalf of Jared, who's not going to be seeing this movie. So um, we're going to start with our non-spoiler reviews. I'm going to go first because I want to save you two for last because I know you guys' opinions are going to be way more valuable, I think, to the general audience than me. Um, I think this movie is a mixed bag. I will get into that in the spoiler review. That's all I'm going to say. I think on paper, this movie had some tremendous ideas. I think this movie did some things took some big swings and missed, in my opinion, but those big swings are landing for other people, and it's evident in how people are talking about this movie. It is not, in my opinion, the best DC movie ever. I'll get into that part later in the spoiler review. I don't want to get in and mess with that. The is highlights. saying that? What? Is someone saying it's the best movie? So when there was a movie premiere for like content creators, and they all came out of it, like, and it was this huge thing in the internet that they were all saying it was the best movie like ever made kind of thing. Like, it was going on the internet, like, people are saying this is the best comic book movie ever. And the two notable names have been Tom Cruise um, and Stephen King. Tom Cruise? The, the Tom Cruise? The Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy known for everybody caring about his opinion on things. Moving on. Here we go. I, I really, really think Ezra Miller did a tremendous job acting with himself. I think just, like, the idea that Ezra Miller was acting with... This isn't this isn't a spoiler. You see it in the trailer. He's acting with himself. I I really thought that and the story they chose to go with this had some really great emotional touches. The unfortunate part is everything else around it and the window dressing that this movie does on paper and to get me to the theater works. But then when executed, there's some things that work. There's something that's uh, there's others. And this movie's going to have a big ethical conversation moving forward about what is a okay cameo. And I'll just say it at that. I'll leave it at that. This movie has a very big question. I think 
the future of superhero movies has a big question to answer here on what is an okay cameo. I don't have that answer, but that is going to affect a lot of people's ratings of this movie, and that's why I say that. So I'm going to sit today at, I gave Black Adam when we were on here a 3.2. I'm going to give this a 3.3 because it is better than Black Adam, and I don't want to come on here and say it's worse than Black Adam, but not by much. That's just my opinion. We'll get into that more in the spoiler review because a lot of what I think happens to have a spoiler. So that is my official rating, 3.3. I'll pass it off to Infinity Bro. Robbie, go ahead. Yeah, I have a lot of the same feelings. Um, there's things in this movie that I really, really loved and really, really enjoyed and could see what they're building. Um, there are also, I've noticed a lot of things that people really didn't like that I actually really enjoyed. Um, and then there's a lot of things that I really, really didn't like. Um, that people really, really liked, or you know, and vice versa. Um, I'm, I keep going back and forth with certain scenes, and and this movie might be one that I need to watch again to get a better feel for it. Um, without going into spoilers, the first ten minutes of this movie were a struggle for me. I thought about leaving the theater, and I have never walked out of a theater before. Um. That's how bad I thought the first 10 minutes were, um, which I think might be skewing my score a bit. Um, but I'm going to give The Flash... I don't remember what I gave Black Adam. Black Adam deserves a one. Um, I'm going to give The Flash... <laughs> I gave it a four on the Christian Nerd podcast with Scott Higa. Um, I'll stick... Four out of five? Yeah, four to six. Oh, four to six. Yeah, okay. we win, yeah. So I will, go, I, will con I will continue with a four out of six. I think... There's enough good in this movie that you should watch it. Like, I think it's worth watching. I don't think if you're on the fence about it, it's not worth going to a theater for it. Wait for it to become come out on Max's uh, new program. Uh, like, if you're on the fence, don't go. You can just watch watch it with Max. Yep, Max <laughs> is a good place to watch and with. Max Deck. Yeah, we get it. My name is Max, and they named it after me. Well, go ahead. Max. All right, Mark, go ahead. Um, I think I'll have to talk more about the first 10 minutes in the spoiler part. And I'm going to say this, and then I'm, I might contradict myself later. But I would say the first 10 minutes felt very much like reading a comic book. It was campy. It was corny. And I think that's what you kind of expect in a comic book. Like, it really, like, that was the most comic book part of the whole movie, in my opinion. I still had fun. I really did enjoy the whole story and it was lacking in spots. Like I'm with you. Like this isn't a perfect score for me at all. And I don't remember my rating for Morbius. I don't remember my rating for Black Adam. So whatever, if anyone goes back and finds out what they were, they're going to be now lower to the score that I give the flash. <laughs> and I'm going to stand on that because I'm also giving the flash a four out of six. Wow. So. I'm actually shocked. Okay. I think, I think if this was, if this was coming out, post James Gunn taking the helm and it wasn't already in production, this movie's a lot better. I a hundred percent agree. I, I I did have fun watching it. It had good moments. It you know, it made me cry, made me laugh, it did everything. I think Ezra Miller did a great job. Like as as Barry Allen. I thought he did great. It's it's what you want in Barry Allen. So Mark, I would echo you with a hundred percent. I think I think the, the yeah. villain the villain arc of, of it, maybe not the best, but you know, they did they did okay. We I don't think we can talk anymore without getting into spoilers. So yeah. yeah. Um 
we're going to go ahead and, and transition to spoil, uh, our spoiler talk. Thank you for checking us out. We hope if you go check out The Flash that you come back and listen to us. If you're somebody that's on the fence, um, I do want to answer this question because these are not our typical higher scores. Robbie, would you recommend someone see this in theaters? Uh, gosh. I, I mean, I kind of answered it. I feel like if you're on the fence, don't go. I, I don't think so. I'm saying no. Yeah. My answer is no. Do not go to the theaters, Mark. If they made this in 3D and you can go see it in 3D, go see it in 3D. If they didn't, I or could in, in your area, I could see that, Mark. I, I, I'm, I could I'm see all that. I'm all for superhero movies in 3D. So go see it. In 3D, I do but like, like 3D. Movies. You're going to be able to see it on Max in like two months. So okay, I can't wait to talk spoilers with you. All right, this is your official spoiler warning for this movie. This is prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. You're on the Fiji Bro podcast. We have spoilers. And spoilers are here for you to not, you know, stop and not listen anymore because we do spoiler stuff. So either stop or continue because we're going to spoil things. That might be our new spoiler rating bumper. I'll tell you what, Mark. I might not that was put nice. one in I there like now. That. Don't even don't even put one in there. Yeah, Put in a little pause. Okay, Mark. So you talked about there's a, there's a couple things. There's a lot to, to tumble. Okay, I need the, I, I've been I've been holding oh, on to this. Mark is, Mark is ready to go. He's Those going. first 10 minutes. I've never had more anxiety in a movie ever. What do you mean? With the babies. The babies like gave me such like, like I'm like, Oh my gosh, are they going to kill? Are they going to, is James going to kill these babies for me? Are they, they're just going to kill the babies. They're going to kill the babies in front of everybody. And that didn't happen. And then, you know, the flash saved the day. So so let's, let's talk about the opening scene. Cause just Robbie's made a a, a statement on it. And I wasn't going to talk about specific scenes other than the cameos, which we will talk about, but these, I got comments on the animation too. So no, I, I have a lot Mark, of comments. We get it. You have ideas on it. So <laughs> I have ideas. Th- this first ten minutes, Robbie, I would echo what you'd say. I and here's my, but here's my like, kind of like I, I and I, I I'm understanding why people are on the are on both sides of this. I thought the idea was really good, Mark. I thought the idea was like it's a really good idea on paper. Yeah, like. What's more innocent to save than babies and the nurse that's taking care of them? Like, and a therapy dog. They're like, yeah, we didn't show you the therapy dog, but that thing's also falling. So, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's bad. I just think the problem with this scene, and to me, the problem of this movie is CGI. Yeah. And Machete can tell me all day long that the Time Force, st- uh, the Speed Force stuff is intentional, which I do believe that part is. I don't think it was in that scene. I don't think in that scene it was. I don't think it was in that scene. I agree with Robbie. I think that opening scene was just... Brutal. However, I did think about this leaving the theater, and I've heard no one talk about CGI until right now, um, or like you know, read up and saw what. Sure, until you got on Twitter, right? No, I never got on Twitter. This is the first time I'm just like, like I said, I didn't know people said this is the greatest DC movie ever. So that's how a lot of people un- are defending this movie. It's crazy. So I thought about the CGI. I was like, was it bad on purpose, or are they gonna be? saying it's bad because he's in the speed force and i'm like well i'm watching a superhero movie where a guy can go this this you know faster than the speed of light what would stuff look like at that x-men has mastered it we're in a different universe i don't care that's, like that's, x-men that's did it 10 years ago robbie robbie i robbie i'll help you out. i'll help you out man of steel did man this better yeah and 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 how those and how the super people were like moving at top speeds and how it was like choo, choo, choo. like i i just i to me i'm like so you wanted that versus like seeing him in the speed force. You'd rather just see him be fast and rather than he be normal speed in the speed force. And we could talk about the speed force stuff a little later. Cause I think it's its own conversation. The speed force I don't is something think different. The speed it's completely force is different. different. 
I, but it doesn't take away from the animation. That's what I'm saying. That that was my little inner debate. Like I don't know. Like was it? Would it look different? So okay, that opening like he has to run to Gotham was CW esque. Exactly. CW has done it better. CW has done that better. That was awful. And I that and that's and where his, that's and where, his goofy ass run. Yeah, it, that's the other thing. You we still haven't fixed that freaking run. I I almost swore there. I well, they make fun of it later in the movie. They make fun of it. They they we can't fix that. We can't teach this kid how to actually run. Like I I could not like just watching that. I was sitting in my seat and I was like, what the bleep is this? And then we get in like also also all the campy stuff that happens with the baby scene, like saving all that stuff. Okay, I I I'm fine with it, but I can't and because I, I like campy. Campy is fine as long as you do it right. I could not look past how bad everything looked. I <laughs> couldn't. They look like dolls. They look terrible, Mark. They looked horrible. Yeah, they were. Oh, I'm not defending them. They look. They didn't look good. And so the, so I just wanted like. I talked to this with, with Scott about this, like that, just that alone. And that little like run to Gotham, just those two things alone had me like stewing in my seat, like thinking about leaving for the first 10 minutes. And then like, it took me the next 30 minutes of the movie to just get over it because I was like, and to get back in. Yeah. It, like, right. like it really did. It, like I had to like really think about like, okay, now this scene is happening. I have to move on. But like, I was like, that crap was awful. And this movie's like Max has said, has been in production for six years. And they greenlit this. And James Gunn and Stephen King and all these people went on the internet and said that this was incredible. Like, that was a load of absolute garbage. James Gunn said, this is the best DCU movie to date. What do you and, expect? No, and, not and, that, and, Mark. No, honestly, Mark, that's ridiculous. It, hang on, hang on. He Let's shouldn't have said up. that. James Gunn, no, James Gunn's the top dog. You're going you're gonna to sell it. And know what? If he's saying this is the first movie of his universe, it's not. then it is the best movie. It's, it's, not. it's not. That's though. the point. That's the oh, point. Oh, it's not? Oh. Well, Dude, it the is. way this movie ends says it's not the, it's not the first movie so he, in this universe. So James Gunn has said that Superman will be the first movie. Blue Beetle is the no, first Blue, character. Blue, no. Yeah, Blue Beetle is the first character. Blue Beetle. Yep. There you go. Superman is the first movie. Yeah. Right, right, right. Try to figure that crap out. I don't know because Aquaman's yeah, also coming out Beetle. after Blue Beetle. Let's let's but. let's talk about the future. I want to save the future for the end because I think that has to do with this ending and and all that other stuff. And and it's not just it's not just fascinating who was in the ending. It's also fascinating who wasn't in the ending. And I have a story I want to run by oh. you guys that has to do with some people I, we're talking about. I here later. am now tickled my fancy. Yeah, I know. Well, you got you got to plug the. Hey, I'm trying to be a good host here, guys. I'm just trying to do my best. Hey, you're always a good host, man. Thanks, Mark. I got you your six it. too. I love you, bro. I love the fact that you're not wearing any sleeves today either. It's really great. Ten thirty at night, no sleeves. I love that about you. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk. So we talked about Ezra Miller. Can we just kind of get deeper into this? The CGI was bad. Do we think they were putting all the CGI into the Ezra Miller double and all those double scenes, or do you think just that the way technology is now, it doesn't need that much work to make those scenes work no freaking Lindsay lohan did that in 1998 and it looked fine <laughs> i was i wasn't gonna rip that specifically but they've been doing this this type of trick forever i just can't imagine they cgi'd him in the scenes like i'm sure they shot it tw the scene twice with him in it yeah he's not cgi'd his acting was really great in this i i really was impressed with it that's what's most surprising is how like i was just like oh my gosh ezra miller did a pretty good job he did a great job yeah, ezra miller was fighting for his career in this maybe he knew maybe he didn't but 
the irony of him being the best part of this uh, movie is he crazy. has they them pronouns he does have they them pronouns i'm aware of this and sir i don't know how you use sir but that's a thing <laughs> well there you go i'm more so making a point that i i was really impressed with his work in this and i was really impressed with how he how he accomplished this and i i don't know if towards the back end he had to go back into reshoots and do this a certain way and when all that garbage was taking place in his life but doggone it his story absolutely works because robbie if his story doesn't work i'm coming here and saying this is one of the worst dc movies and or superhero movies i've ever watched yeah, they didn't land and that. so and he he saved this thing and i've got some thoughts on other people but uh mark you talked about it. robbie anything to add about ezra miller no ezra miller did a he did a fantastic job i i <clears throat> i made this connection and i i think it actually makes a lot of sense did did it feel like young Barry Allen was just Polly Shore? Oh my gosh, yes. Like uh, he was, was 100% bring that 1990s Polly Shore. It felt just like Polly Shore. Yeah, like his laugh and everything was spot on with Polly Shore. I was like, he's just pretending to be Polly Shore right now. Yeah. And he oh nailed it. He did a really good job. I it's thought about like, that when he first laughed and I was like, he's totally doing a Polly Shore impression. Yeah, exactly. The like, laugh was ob- obnoxious. That's Polly Shore. But it man. Were, yeah, Polly you're Shore. right. If all, the Polly Shore connection is a great connection. I I also liked with Barry Allen's character how they were able to accomplish telling his story without having to do the classic "Here's my origin story." I really really liked that, and I really thought that was a clever way to do this. Imagine if that would have came out in 2017. Just a good origin story for Barry Barry Allen. Yeah. Would have been imagine nice. how good that would have hit in 2017? Yeah, it would have. It would have really hit well in that, and I think it's it's just fascinating how that worked out. One of the weak parts of this movie to me, and I'm just going to kind of run through some of these characters because I think that's that's the best way to approach this kind of movie till we get to the big stuff, is uh, Iris West was an absolute waste of time in this movie, in my opinion. She pretty much clogs up space and allows for moments of exposition for Barry Allen's character to get to the next scene. I felt like she was a waste of space and just didn't have room to breathe in this movie. What did you guys think of Iris West? Honestly, didn't think about her too much. Um, You're right. They did use it just to be like, oh yeah, Barry's dad is still in prison. Um, Here's this girl to get him to talk about it. Yeah, you gotta have a love interest, Max. I don't know if you do in this one. I think the love interest, I think the relationship with his mom... That's a love interest, right? ...is is that's he cares about her what did you guys think of the connection of ron livingston and um maribel verdu nora allen uh Uh, what did you think of that she was italian what is she italian in the no she's spanish is she spanish i thought she was italian oh she's from 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 spain well that was how they did in the movie i'm sorry were you asking about the comic book yeah, I was talking about. That. I don't know that, but she I'll let you. I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk. I'll let you figure that. Pretty out. sure she's well, just Caucasian. Like Caucasian. In the comics. Yeah. Just regular old Max White. Is. Yeah, in Flashpoint okay. she is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was I was thrown off with the accent right. I was like, oh, oh, okay, I'm I'm. I was just like I wasn't expecting just an accent, but I was like I'm still all. But no, I will say, like she obviously had a limited time to play with too, um, but that final scene. Um, with Barry Allen as like a stranger to her was really, really good. But at the same time, I was just like, 
she doesn't know that person. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, but it shows a character guy. that she's a loving person. Right, yeah, no, they did a great job, but, I, like, in my, in my head, I was like, I went to dad more, and I was like, stranger danger, like, that yeah, person looks like, like they're stealing things. But w- <laughs> would you say that if you looked into someone's eyes, can you see their, like, would you be like, if you saw a, a 20-year-old, you know, Grayson? Max Mosher. Like, <laughs> yeah, Max Mosher. Would you be able to tell your child through their eyes? Like, do you think that Nora Allen knew that that was Barry Allen? I do. I subscribe to that. Or had some, like, subconscious feeling yeah. that, hey, this is sure. my son? Probably, yeah. I yeah. do. I subscribe to that. Or the probably more logical fact is she's just a caring person and would have done that with anybody. I think it would have been more bold to have Barry Allen go back and kill his mom. Well, isn't that kind of, like, said what happens without it being shown? No, I don't think so. Muschietti did confirm that it was Reverse Flash that killed his mom. He did confirm on Instagram. Oh. He he showed a picture and explained that. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's just something we're never going to get. Okay. Correct. That was a future Flash movie that probably in 2017. It's coming out in 2030. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Starring Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Starring 45-year-old no, Ezra Miller. I thought Verdu did a great job in this role. I thought she really, in the limited screen time, I caught the vision of her relationship with Ezra Miller, and I was pretty impressed with that. And the consequence of her being there essentially created a Barry Allen that was very coddled is kind of maybe a word I would use. Just Extremely coddled. Yeah. In a very hands-on, helicopter-loving mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I I caught that vision with it. So he turns out to someone who's not, who can't be independent. Okay, so how, okay. um, on his parents. How many only only children do you know? That's a good question. Because the the one that I grew up with was like kind of that same way. Like never had anything, like got everything they wanted. Um, never had had to worry never had competition at home like definitely like struggled like with peers kind of thing sure like so like there is that there is that little bit of aspect with this Barry Allen that they hit pretty well like he he's he's a hundred percent all about him so I don't don't know that's just if you know any other people that are like only children they might kind of remind you of how this Barry Allen acts it doesn't make them a bad person. It's just you're you've always just done things yourself. You're gonna look out for you. And that's how their temperament's gonna be. And it's not really their fault. It's just how, you know, it's nature and nurture. It's the combo right. of that that just led them to that. That's a really interesting point, Robbie, that I did not take from this. So thank you for sharing that. Good job. Well, you're welcome. Um Gold Star. <laughs> you know what, Robbie? I'm giving that part of the review a six out of six. Great job. Oh. Wow. Stellar wow. job. You give those out that often. I don't give them I out. Know, I right? just, not willy nilly. That Lucky and, boy over That here. and Mark's shirt. That's another six out of six on this podcast. Yeah, it's got it's got Deadpool and rainbows. I know how much you love both of them. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Moving on from that. That was fantastic. It doesn't have pancakes, though. I'm sorry. Ben Affleck. What did you think of Ben Affleck returning as the Batman? Still the best Batman to ever play Batman. Oh, man. That's a bold statement. Tell me more. What what lends you to think that in this movie? Just the way he, like, just, like, controls, like, just walks and just, like, acts as Batman. I don't know what, man. I, maybe I'm in love. Maybe that's what it is, and I just don't know. <laughs> that's I don't know, love, man. Mark. <laughs> I very much felt, like, the way, I don't know if they, like, modded his voice. But it very much reminded me of, um, oh, why am I blanking so bad? 
of the animated series Batman voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Like, it very much felt like, like, uh, like, go really specific. Um, the one thing I think it was missing was, I wish they still would have done the, like, the white eyes, like, he, like, in the animated they series. I wish they did that they with still won't with do Netflix. that. They just won't do it for Batman yeah. for some reason. Gotta have those actors' eyes so they can show their acting well in a scene. Their acting is so well right now. Robbie, what'd you think of Ben Affleck in this? I loved Ben Affleck. I loved that we got to see another incredible action scene with that with that Batman. Because um, you could argue that that Batman has the best fight scene of a Batman in the, uh, B, the no the just was it Justice League or BVS? They all run together now. BVS. Um, no, Ben Affleck was great. I I don't know how much you want to get into spoilers. We're in the spoiler like, territory. Go for it. But I yeah. know, but like, uh, are we getting into cameo spoilers? I'd like to save a specific section for I'll cameos because I think that's that going to take. Tw- I think it's going to take twenty minutes to talk about that. I'll just say I wish we we could have just we could have had more time with Ben. This is what I'll say. That's what I'll leave it at. That's a Snyderverse comment too, right? Don't you think? Or are you saying just specific for this movie? I mean, in this movie specifically, but I I've come to accept that we're moving on. So I'm okay with I'm okay with moving on if we don't get any more uh, Zack Snyder because everything's ruined. The dream is dead. It's time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think that the James Gunn DCU is just not going to be good? No, I I don't want to believe that. I I I don't either. But I I'm worried that these movies that are coming out are going to make it very hard to make a transition. Yeah. That I am very worried about. Yeah. We're going to talk about the ending as well because I think this call leads into kind of some. We're, I feel like even though we're in a spoiler setting, we're dancing around some subjects that we are. We're just yeah. trying not to to hold our show our hands yet on on these things. Um, another note: it, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this, but Jeremy Irons was really great in this as well. I was it was I always like him been. as Alfred. I've always felt like he does a killer job in that role, and I felt like he was a bright spot. I like how he was the secretary of the Justice League. Like that was just yeah. like. I like that too. To us. Like, oh, the wait, man in the chair. Justice League. I yeah. agree, and I I liked how they approached the beginning of this movie, explaining where Barry is at, and how the Justice League has continued. It was also incredibly fascinating to see the Justice League Snyder cut version be referenced, where Iris West did acknowledge that she had seen him before, but couldn't remember where. That was in reference right. to the scene where he saves her in the car, and additionally. Yep. They referenced uh, him turning back time one second in Russia in reference to the, the the big major scene, which in my opinion is one of the best scenes in all of a tel- in all of a, a superhero movie of all time. I really love that scene. And I just thought Jeremy Irons was really good in this. And I'd echo everything you guys are saying about Ben Affleck. He's great. He's going to be missed. But there's been a huge mess for him. And I'm glad he's going off in this way. This was a good way for him. For him I to kind of it. hope that they come back in a few years. If they're gonna do these oh. Elseworld movies and they do Dark Knight with Ben Affleck, that'd that be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Would you welcome him back for a Crisis movie? Y- yeah, I, you yeah. give me. You could have Ben Affleck play Batman for you forever. Yes, I think the three of us want him back. Would you want him to be a leader or a side character? Like, who do you want to be leading that? Is that Batman's that always well? A leader. Hang on, yeah, yeah but it which Batman? Bat- <laughs> well, I can't say because he's one of the cameos. Okay, all right. That's a terrible idea. That's well. Here we go. Well, okay. This is what I like. I, I'm kind of interested who they cast as the new Batman, 
because I've heard Jensen Ankles, I've heard Alan Richson, and like both of those guys, I want to see do a Batman. Sure. Bruce Wayne. So yeah, I think like, both of them I, would be like, great. I'd be all in on them. So like whoever's going to lead a Batman if they do a crisis is going to be that Batman. Okay. So. Yeah, probably. Let's get into the new world that, that Barry goes into. There's a ton here. We get to see these glimpses of what life would be like differently. So he references Back to the Future with different actors. That was great. I love that whole. That scene was fantastic. Like, oh, the, the, um, who played, it's Kevin Bacon is in Top Gun with like the gay volleyball yeah. players. And yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Yeah, that was, so. there was some really great pop culture references there. The tattoo was very funny. It was funny to see the, the, um, Albert and Iris, the girl, the girl and guy who were mocking him at the beginning of the movie, turned out to be deadbeats in that universe without him, which was really funny. And the uh, the Tamura Morrison cameo is a very slept on cameo in this movie when he calls Tamura Morrison, uh, Tom Curry, to just like see if Arthur is oh, alive yeah. and you see his new right. wife. And it, it just <laughs> are you married to the Queen of Atlantis? Uh, yeah. No. underrated scene very funny very well done i thought that was really good and before we get to the two big people in that universe uh we talked about the origin story i also wanted to make a note robbie on the running uh comment you made i loved the running joke when barry lost his powers and he tried to speed up and he ran like a complete moron i i thought that was their answer to like we think it's stupid too but we have to move on because it's been established so i just that was my rebuttal to that statement to you. Could I think it. I think Could've they are like, it. we've done this too long. We got to keep it going. And then we get introduced to Michael Keaton as Batman. And we come to find out that this Bruce is a, what we get introduced to him as Bruce Wayne. First, anyway, He's Bruce Wayne, we have this discussion about the spaghetti universes. Love it. So we love the, the we love the way DC is approaching this. Oh, love yeah. how. Dude, they, they, they're approaching it the exact same way as Spider-Verse said. They just explained it differently. They said they're, they basically just said there are canon events that have to happen, and that's the intersections. Oh, it very f- much felt like the Nexus uh, explanation, too. Yeah, like... From, uh, I, mul- the Multiverse of Madness. Like, right. Or What If is really, where we really first got that in the MCU. So you were pleased with the spider with the uh, spaghetti thing. Yeah. I loved it. And Michael it King was simple. A, a child could understand it. So Yeah. Sure. I... What about you, Max? I did, uh, no, did I like the, expo- like the spaghetti explanation. I liked. For you really me, like spaghetti. I love spaghetti. Spaghetti is great. No, no, nobody, spaghetti. nobody here is attacking spaghetti. For the for the record, <laughs> here's the thing. I can, I can nobody, tell you like nobody's, nobody's. <laughs> the thing I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> that guy right there. That guy likes okay. spaghetti. I, I have a, I have a knack for these things. You like spaghetti. <laughs> no, I I. I got to be honest with you. I thought the Michael Keaton introduction was really weird. I did not like that he was essentially in a wig and a huge beard. I I felt like I, I just didn't like the explanation for him taking time off because Gotham didn't need it. I didn't well, like that. Gotham was one of the safest cities in America. I, I, I didn't think I didn't that like was that. kind of funny. So here, okay, um, I want, yeah, I want to, the long, the long hair and beard. Why was that necessary? Like, why, like, why did that we was need weird, long man. hair? Like my, hey, I don't yeah. need to fight crime. So like, I don't cut my hair anymore. Like you're still Bruce Wayne. You'd still in his, in his house is like destroyed. Okay. But my question is, does this, is this the bat? Is this 1989 Batman? Is that where we're assuming this world is? Yes. Or 92. If it is, if you go. Past. Yeah. 92. Well, technically also technically Clooney and Kilmer were all the same Batman. Go on, keep going. Yeah, I think that, I think they got rid of those. Do we think that this Batman continued with killing? 
And that's why Gotham is the safest, one of the safest cities. Oh, absolutely, Robbie. That's, I never thought about that. And I'm 100% in support of that idea in theory. So that this Batman a, was like, bat- no, you know what? This, this actually batman worked killed. and started killing all the villains. And now Gotham is the safest city in, in America. Yeah, I'm in on that. I, can, I, can I, that. I love that. That's great. That's, that's how that. it should be. No, I, I just didn't. I didn't like the wig. Mark, I think I'm hearing you kind of agree with me on that. It just was a weird way to introduce the, him. The mustache was really the, off. Yeah, me. that was just odd. And like he's pouring spaghetti in the bowl. Yes, the explanation makes sense. But the scenes are just odd, and it's it's. There's been it this felt huge, real though. Yeah, no. That's not in my opinion. Right. It felt. I was fine it with felt it. just strange. It's like I've been waiting the whole movie for this. This is like the biggest reason you're coming to this movie is for this guy, and to introduce him in that way versus how they introduced it in. And I know it's it's not fair necessarily to compare these movies, but. In the Spider-Man No Way Home movies, how they introduce those characters is this like, oh my gosh, they're here. I get a breath of fresh air. I'm excited. Here we go. We can move on. I I just, I, I think Michael Keaton deserves way more respect than Andrew Garfield does. And I think Andrew Garfield got treated way better than Michael Keaton did in this introduction. That's all I'm saying. I, I think there's more fans that cared more about Andrew Garfield, if that makes sense. I don't agree with you. I think more people care about Michael Keaton than Andrew Garfield, and I'll die on that hill. What I really wanted them to reveal was that this was actually Thomas Wayne. Yes, I thought the same thing, Robbie. I was like, is is this going to be Thomas Wayne? Or are we going to get that side story? They 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 beat around the bush for a while on that too. Like they didn't like he didn't say he was Bruce right away. Sure, he didn't answer to Bruce right away. Like I was really really holding out hope. That he was going to be Thomas Wayne. Because they also had, like, they showed, like, the alcohol. Mm-hmm. They showed the house destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that the Flashpoint Paradox does with Thomas Wayne. He's a broken man who still has his mansion, but it's crappy. There's no one around. He's completely alone. And he just drinks all day. And that's so, what I was hoping for. So and we if, didn't get that. That, well, that took, I, I accepted it that he was Bruce Wayne. But it was just it was just a want like what just make him make him Thomas, and then make him like a little a uh, little edgy like because we kept seeing like the scenes where he flips the switch and he's like let's get nuts or whatever like okay let's make him Thomas to me, see Wayne. but to me that's the original Batman Robbie like that he was a little nuts he was a little there was some screws loose up there I right. like that version of Batman I, I, I think, think a lot of people like Michael Keaton to not play that Bruce Wayne yeah I agree why not. Why not? I, I just think of that this would when, be you, when you say Tom. I forgot. I forgot about this. If Justice League is successful, our Flash movie is Thomas Wayne by Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing Batman. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, and that would have been it, that. It would have been a true Flashpoint paradox been movie. Perfect. And you have the yeah. whole Justice League in the beginning. It would have been great. One one criticism I will make about this movie. I was going to save this comment for the end, but I'll say it now. Is you had the flashpoint pieces lined up. You had everything you needed to do that story, essentially beat for beat, get a little more creative with how Martha becomes the Joker, get a little more dark with how Thomas Wayne's Batman, sidestep some of the stuff you do. You had all the, like, let's throw the main dogs in there. Let's get Gal Gadot well, any, back. Let's get them all back. some of the big characters because it's in an alternate universe. You could have had Gal Gadot cut off uh, uh, Mira's head. What's her name that plays Mira? 
It doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's not give her. The, let's not give her credit. Don't, don't speak her name. Sorry, it's like no, the fans, a, a woman. The fans would have gone crazy if they shot off Amber Heard's head. She probably would never allow with everything that's gone on in her life recently. Like, could you um, could you imagine? Like that scene would have been a gif everywhere. But Robbie, the point I make is there was no way in hindsight that this was going to be Thomas Wayne because if they had wanted to do that, Mark's right. I, I they would have gone Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and I think people would have still been excited for it in a different I way. I think people might have been more excited for it. I don't know Wayne. about no that. Michael the, Keaton is. Yeah, dude, you're right. You're, you're right. underselling was, Michael was, Keaton right I now, just, dude. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan so much too. That's another guy I would love to see play. I Batman. just want something to shock me in these movies. Like, mm-hmm. like nothing shocks us anymore because we just know everything that happens in these, these movies well, before they come out. I'm with you, Robbie, on that. Because, and this is why we're not going to be shocked anymore is because of the toy market. Like, my yeah. thought of this movie is like, you don't tell us who Superman's going to be. You you kind of lead to that in the, in the, pre- in the preview. It's like, oh, we have to find, you know, the Superman's probably locked away somewhere. And know what you do instead... You don't tell us who it is, and then right. you cameo the Superman. You make that Superman, like, let's just say a random person. Someone who, his last name is Cage. Yeah. And you have him be the Superman in the whole movie. Could you imagine if they did that? That would have been nuts. But they're not going to spoil their set because they have to put all this toy line out so people go buy toys in Funko Pops. Right. That's so, like, we're never going to, we're not going to get surprised anymore. Sasha Kai is in this as Supergirl, and I feel for this actress who on paper was having different ideas. There was, there are scenes, and we'll talk about this at the end, but there are specific ending scenes where she's in those scenes and it's, there's evidence that she's coming back, but with the James Gunn change, she got the ax. And essentially yeah. she is in this role to do two things. One, explain how Superman is gone because obviously he's gone. So what's she doing there? Terrible explanation, by the way. The explanation was fine. I, in my opinion, I just, I thought it was fine because it added emotion to the reason she was fighting. For that reason, it's fine. For there was no explanation. It was like, oh well, actually, the codex isn't you, not your cousin. That's the point I make. It's that's that's like that. Yes. Did, I don't, yeah, okay. but we're on so a okay, different strand of spaghetti. I understand, but the whole reason they put like they he said loves they put the, the spaghetti. Ship together. He hates the codex, Mark. Yeah. That's what he's they, saying. He loves the they, more more spaghetti. Up. That's a guy who loves spaghetti. Shut up. Can Um, I explain this? Zod said that, like, they sent out Kal-El on the pod still. Like, why would Jor-El even do that if the Codex wasn't in him? Because that's exactly what it was supposed to be. And then they're just like, but actually, it was in you. We don't need any explanation as to why. It just is because of storytelling. No, I I don't think... The easiest thing they could have done... The easiest thing they could have done, I explained months ago in a video explaining this. All you had to do was they go find Supergirl, Kara, and like someone activates her ship and that brings Zod. That's all you had to do. It's that it's that freaking That's easy. fair. That's parts of it's fair. Um no, but it's no a different we did universe. miss in that scene, because and they confirmed it in the Justice League movie, is it would have been really cool when they started fighting that Martian Manhunter was that general that would have been there. If you yeah. remember. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, if he started fighting, too. Yeah. So, like, that whole fight yeah. scene also had Martian Manhunter involved. Sounds like sounds like we know so much more than these directors. Well, that, that's that's a given. You're the DC bros. Sasha Kai, I, I just want to give her a moment. I think she's a good actress. I think she, she played this role well. Oh, I thought she did great, too. I, I awesome. wasn't, like, when I heard this news initially, if I'm being honest, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, all right, let's get after this. And I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I I thought the editing with her was very strange. 
One minute she's watching Zod fight this army. The next minute she's back helping the Flash get his powers without any explanation. And then essentially, and here's, but I'm going to make this point, Mark, and I'll pass it off to you. My biggest problem with this movie, if I can name one problem, it's like the biggest one. It is the fact that Michael Keaton and Sasha Kaya exist and their role is to be a one-off in this movie. I hate that. I think you it's on un- that. I despise that. I think it was not fair I to either actor. I special- as crap. That's not bold Michael at all. King. I think, no, that's that's lazy given the context of what they were setting up nah, in that movie. I, I, think I, I, I want to go back to Robbie saying that this Batman made Gotham safe by killing everybody. For how low tech his ships and equipment still were, he didn't need to. He didn't need to update them. He killed everyone yeah. so early. It basically, it's the same. I love that you let that 80s, go, but 90s. you won't let the Codex thing go. That's hilarious. What that is mean? hilarious. Why is that hilarious? I just think it's it, it's funny that you're letting certain parts be okay, but other parts not. If Batman kills everyone, the city's safe, and then he can do whatever he wants. It's all spaghetti. All you had to like. What? Uh, just I'm laughing at the spaghetti thing. It's the spaghetti argument. That's the codex <laughs> argument. Spaghetti well, is I, fantastic. I, I, but back to <laughs> your, of like that, the endpoints, your gripe with like Supergirl and Michael Keaton Batman having to die. It's the nexus point in this universe. Like they have to like right, Zod which wins. Is why we get so it doesn't matter. Flash. So so even if they live, Zod still wins. And for clarity, the for the story, it makes sense. I'm saying for those two. Any future movies with them, that's just a that's it's a bummer for me because not Michael Keaton as much because like he's 71, or whatever, but Sasha Kaya essentially signs up for this movie to be a one one movie thing and to get well, her knows? in any she other movies. Signed, she, could, she, could she could still up. be in she could still be in she, one movie. Her original hard, contract we'll could have been a few, and her original contract could still have her in a few, and she might be an Elseworld movie because where she's I mean Barry camera. Allen Barry Allen proved that there can be the same looking Barry Allen's in different universes. Yeah, sure. I just yeah, I, don't know. I didn't. Like it's not I wasn't like a fan of it. I, I wasn't a fan of the This is this is my bold statement. I think they did a better explanation on multiverses than Doctor Strange did. Oh, for sure. No, because yeah. Loki made the explanation for for that, so that's not. I true. said better than Doctor Strange. No. Doctor Strange. That's not, not even true. You're, the spaghetti yes. thing is it's just fantastic. another creative way of saying what Loki and Spider Verse are saying. Oh, well, it's okay that you're wrong, and we can move on. There was spaghetti was involved, and I was all for it. I understood every single thing he said. All three of us love spaghetti. I don't know if Zane loves spaghetti, but I know that at least five of six of us love spaghetti. Do you think Zane can make spaghetti? Zane's never made spaghetti before. That's true. I thought Michael Shannon absolutely mailed this in, Mark, as General Zod. Oh, yeah. And he's a phenomenal actor, and it very much felt like I could have been Zod. Like, Did you guys... Okay. Okay, did you guys hear the report that, like, he was talking about this whole Zod thing? And he was like, when I made uh, Man of Steel, I dedicated, like, a year and a half of my life to this. And for The Flash, it was just, like, a week or two, and I was out of there. <laughs> like, that's how, like, little he cared. He was, was so just, bad. Like, he, called, he was so good in Man like, of Steel, though. Yeah, he was incredible yeah, he was in Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Yeah, yeah. It was like, he called, like, Zack Snyder was like, hey, be okay if I play Zod again. Zack was like, yeah. Go and get then that he bag, flew out. Yeah, he flew out for a week, did Zod, and left. Like, he didn't care at all. How much do you think they paid him for that? Fat stacks, I hope. I hope he got paid well. At least at least one ring. Dude, okay, so here's, here's the other CGI argument I'd make here. The Man of Steel movie looks way better than everything that is happening in this whole scene. Yeah. Well, we, it's a known we've downgraded in CGI. CGI but I'm just making more of a point of, like, I cannot later, believe... I cannot believe 
that that scene was that bad. That is supposed to be your big third act, aside from the Speed Force stuff. That's supposed to be your big, like, knockout punch. Like, this is the scene you've been waiting for. And I was so underwhelmed. Well, I wonder with the amount of delays, how many, like, did they have to redo FX stuff? Oh, I bet a ton because of how this movie went. You're absolutely right. I know I was very critical about the baby scene. I actually didn't mind the third act as much as uh, as, as, as I'm bad, hearing. Though. It didn't look yeah, as bad I, as the see, first, there was, the first I, act. I though. was engaged by the third act. I was engaged in this movie, and I was actually it was action. It's I, like I, I, was I think you give okay. a little, you get a little more, you give a little bit more when it's action stuff versus like Barry Allen's trying to solve something versus yeah. fighting. He's trying to think, solve how to freaking run. Yeah. yeah, and eat burritos and save babies. Yeah, I, 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 it'll be interesting to rewatch this when it comes on Max and see some of the discrepancies in that. Max, I, are I, you I, getting this? Max, getting you, what? Isaac, sound by. Are you that. getting? Are you getting this? Are you getting this movie, Max? No, I will not buy the movie, Max. You're not getting this, Max. Max isn't getting this. How are you I think this movie is coming to Max. I think it's coming to Max. So anyway. <laughs> All right, let's get to the big elephant in the room, and that's the cameos. And so let's talk about the Speed can we, Force can we, first. Wait, wait, wait. Can, we count, can we count down and say our favorite cameo at the same time? Our favorite or our least favorite? Favorite. Okay, hold on. I'm reviewing my list real quick. Oh, yeah, I know my favorite cameo. Yeah, I know mine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know mine. I got it. You guys ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. George, George Clooney. Cage. George Clooney by a mile. Yeah, George Clooney by mile. I said, yeah, I George Clooney by mile. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, and this is kind of a thing. Well, and so do, we'll talk do, about all these cameos. Do you think here Nic- wait, do you think Nicholas Cage got paid? No, Nicholas Cage yeah, wasn't for, in it. That wasn't him. That was, that was CGI. His likeness. His it was likeness, CGI, though. But his likeness. We so all know what it was. He fought the likeness. spider. He fought the Nick Burton or the Tim Burton spider. That was. Yeah, he yeah. finally he, did it. He finally fought the spider. Twenty five. Finally fought the spider. It was a terrible idea. Did you guys ever watch that documentary on that? Yeah, yeah. The death of the death of Superman lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. John Schnepp, R.I.P. All right, John Schnepp, the director yeah. of that. I can't believe if if Isaac was here, me and him would have said Nicolas Cage. Well, yeah, Isaac. Well, duh. I can't believe this has happened. Yeah, and Zane would have said he loves spaghetti, even though he doesn't. <laughs> he yeah, he totally would have said So I love the. I love the. Those, let's those talk about noodles. the. Yeah, those are good stuff. Let's talk about this Speed Force stuff. So Machete, on the record, says this CGI was intentional. I believe him. It doesn't make the decision good. Right. Um, yeah, and we and, decided to go with this because we ran out of money. Yeah, and I don't time yeah, and desire. I'm with you there, Mark. I I think contextually, the way that this, these scenes were crafted for the Speed Force was a very very unique idea. I thought it was a very good idea to have the time layers on top of itself. The execution was really poor. Do you guys have anything to say about that before we get into the cameos and the big climax of the film? No, I'm with you on that. Um, the only thing I like, I get the layering thing. It's like, but you could have like thrown in Agreed. different pictures mm-hmm. here and there. You didn't have to just do the same. It very much pictures. Re- it very much reminded me of the um, when the codex, not the codex, when we're on Don't Superman codex, ship, please. and it's that uh, gray stuff. Mm-hmm. Very much oh, reminded sure. me of that, but that's no. exactly what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah or, that, or like, like in Guardians of the Galaxy went to when. Um, Ego is explaining his timeline oh. stuff behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar to that. I was yeah, like, there, this is an yeah. intentional design by that ship. I would you have rather had it those pictures or like 
moving like video like it was like a scene we just saw and she's like that plane like it's a still of that picture i would rather have pictures yeah well and here's what they do mark two things they they copy thor love and thunder's cgi thing with the floating head kid they do the same thing with the flash i immediately thought of you robbie i gotta tell you when i saw the flash poke his head i was like robbie's either gonna lose his marbles or never be able to make fun of marvel ever again dark flash after the first 10 minutes of that movie i can't make fun of marvel ever again (laughs) marvel cj is great (laughs) couldn't believe it that was hilarious when he poked his head out and i thought the same thing is like people are gonna either oh no go buy this or just like no give it crap it it was no, I'm, we gave we gave Thor Love and Thunder crap. We're giving this crap. No one's safe. Hundred I walked out of that <laughs> that terrible. scene just like, yep, Thor Love and Thunder just got redeemed. Good for them. And then the other thing is, I, I didn't talk about this earlier, but I just had to make this comment. The scene where the whole world shuts down and Zod is talking on the TV looks worse than it did in Man of Steel. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe well, that they just didn't take archive footage and just right. literally render over that. I I was flabbergasted that they actually CGI'd Michael Shannon onto that. I, That was ridiculous. Couldn't believe that. One out of six, that. Well, Zack Snyder cared. Apparently. Uh, apparently. All right, back to the Speed Force. Sorry, I went off track. We don't there. know what we had until it's gone. We, did, we sure didn't. We sure didn't. And then we get to the climax of this whole yeah. endeavor. The Flash uh, and the, and the younger Flash take on each other who we then discover that the previous purple flash that knocked him out into that timeline is indeed dark flash. Dark flash. old dark, dark flash, flash is there. And I love how I, I, I was like, this young flash is going to be the bad guy Yeah. at the end. I didn't expect there to be a third flash. Really? It was yeah, him, but I, it was I, still I, a third one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying at the end. Like we, there's three flashes on the screen. Sure. Yeah. I, I just, just I thought him to that turn he was just going to keep guy. going and yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, he turns into it. Yeah. Yeah, were you satisfied with this inclusion of this new character? Is it a new character or maybe just revealing the fate sure. of this old character? I kind of just expected it to be Earbog Thawn, reverse flash at the end. So This felt to me very CW-ish. Robbie, how did you feel? Not CW-ish. You guys have um, not watched all the CW seasons that keep saying CW seasons. No, I'm, I'm referencing the first two seasons that I have watched. Oh, yeah, the first two clarity. seasons that were actually decent for a while. Okay. Um, Move, carry on. <laughs> I thought the idea for the Dark Flash was really, really good. I think the execution was a little iffy. Um, to have him just like he comes in, he's like been doing this for a thousand years or whatever it is, like hundred years, probably like, a million years. Time is unconsequential or whatever. I'm time now. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought it was really interesting that we got to see the young Barry Allen like slowly turning in to that Flash, and that's why I think they missed out on that opportunity to just. Have him keep doing it and then eventually get that look. Agreed. To have him like come in with the Power Ranger outfit, basically. Um, uh, it I was think, a Batman outfit? I, well, I'm meaning the Power Ranger, like all the big stuff on them. Yeah, he looked like <laughs> one of the yeah. new Power Rangers. <laughs> he looked did, like yeah, he was he wearing. Did, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. yeah, I think that was a little <laughs> bit of a, a question mark. Um, but I did what? love. What's the question? I, I, shut up. I loved. And this is just is just stupid, but I love like a Barry Allen with a giant hook on his arm. That like I was like, that's freaking cool. Like Barry Allen should just do that. That should be in his outfits anyway. Um, so I just wish I wish like what you said, Max. They should have just kept going. That Barry Allen just turns into him, and you get to see him go in and out and just constantly get worse and worse. So 
talking about flash powers came to my mind. Uh, like we're like, oh, we can't defeat these Kryptonians. There was a scene where the Barry Allen we know does his little phasing thing through the chest of a Kryptonian. So why aren't you just ripping out hearts? The young Flash tried it and it didn't work. Did he? Did I miss that? Where he tried to rip someone's heart I, out? He, he tried. He, he tried everything. He was doing it for millennia. My assumption is he tried that. But it wasn't. It wasn't the young Flash that did that. It was. It was the. Right. I'm, I'm just more making a point that I think there was no way to, to do that against that group. Okay. I think that's what the story is telling us. And then we get the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. It has been confirmed by Muschietti that this was going to lead into a Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline where the DCU would officially, DCEU, excuse me, would officially end. And then a new universe would start with kind of different pieces and we get a very, very fascinating group of cameos. So we get Nicolas Cage's Superman, Robbie's favorite uh, cameo. We talked about that. If you don't know what we're talking about with this spider thing, just go look up The Death of Superman Lives. It's a uh, documentary by John Schnepp, who passed away a couple of years ago, like one of the biggest comic book nerds ever. I and love it's a it fascinating uh documentary i love that they took so much time for this the cameo piece to show that when maybe 10 percent of the audience will have any idea what it is additionally (laughs) i I, I, we'll talk about the other cameos here a sec because then we get and this is where this gets really weird really quickly um teddy sears is jay garrick Mm -hmm. we get a shot of george reeves as superman we get a side shot from the side of Adam West as Batman. We also see Burt Ward, and we get a cameo voice of Cesar Romero, who played the original Joker. And then we get Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater as Superman and Supergirl. And the CGI on this was awful, the in my scene. opinion. This whole thing was awful. See, but I thought that was also part it was of like, the Speed Force. I thought Express that was, was CGI. Yeah, I thought I thought the point of that was to look like, like how Andy Machete was explaining it. Like it's supposed to look a little skewed. I thought that was the point of it, but I think mm. in that moment they should have. It shouldn't have looked like that. That's not. It's. It was inexcusable for in that moment for it to look like that. I said at the beginning in my non-spoiler review that I think this <laughs> movie is going to challenge cameos in the future, and I know we've had cameos similar to this, like. But they're not Years ago cameos in, in, besides George Clooney and... No, it's not my favorite. George Clooney is a different type of cameo. I'm talking well, about the cameos saying, like, of these, people that are all dead. All these people... Were, oh, well... I'm talking yeah, about people yeah, that are specifier, dead. Specifier, that's different. You just... You're, you're blanking No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying... I, you didn't let me finish. You, you well, just... You, uh, you just interrupted me, Mark. Come on, girl. I'm a bulldozer. You know this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Well, I forgive you. Can't confirm. Uh, no, I... <laughs> no, I, I think this challenges how cameos are in the future because I, I know... With Princess Leia years ago, there was a cameo CGI of her. And I think of Luke Skywalker. Yes, Hamill's not dead, but this is an ethical question that I do think is fascinating. I think in particular for George Reeves, who essentially, not essentially, he killed himself. And for him to get a cameo in this is very odd. For Adam West, who recently died... I mean, Burt Ward was in a better cameo in the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline on the TV series. I, I'll i just be honest with you. I'm normally not the kind of person that's like, oh, if you're passed away, you can't be in these movies. There were just so many that I just don't, 
I, I would love more clarity on did every family approve of this. To my knowledge, nobody approved of it on the Christopher Reeve side. And this is setting a pretty crazy precedent of like, what's to stop them from making movies with this character in the future as a central well, piece the of the CGI. story? The CGI. Well, <laughs> well, apparently for DC, it's the CGI. Signed over his likeness <laughs> or whatever contract he had in the past, you know, his likeness could be used for sure. Superman stuff. So that's how you probably got around. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying they did it illegally. I'm not making that claim. I'm making well, more oh, of a claim. Oh, gotcha. Like, I was going to say, like, you I'm know, ethically no challenging. Does, does that with the no, 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 no. Yeah, no. That, that's, and thank you for clarifying that because that is a good point. Okay. I'm more so saying I just didn't think it was in good taste. And honestly, when I saw Christopher Reeves, there was a part of me that thought we were going to see Christian Bale and then Heath Ledger. I thought for sure. Yeah, like, why turn use, like, some of these lesser-known people versus, right. like, or even do, like, an animated series. Like, like Kevin Conroy, Lego Batman. Lego Batman, I don't know yeah. about Lego Batman. I don't, I don't need Lego Batman. I can... Well, you're Spider, off your rocker. You're Spider, off. Spider-Verse did it. You are, it no, fantastic. no, stop, stop, stop. You're, you're, you're off your rocker, Mark. You're off your rocker. They literally just did this in another movie, and people went bananas. It was incredible. But Disney, or DC probably would have seen it, and it would have looked terrible. Robbie, what do you think? Okay, Robbie, get, get in more. These cameos, like, do you yay, nay? Uh, I thought it was a waste of time, to be honest. Like, it didn't. they didn't do really anything for me in that scene um which i think when you if you're gonna make those kinds of cameos like i think you're saying like look at all these characters that you used to love and they just here's your toy box yeah they 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 didn't do that very well christopher reeves yes everyone else is just kind of like small little snippets like you barely even got to see adam west like we want interaction with these characters if you're gonna give us the time of day that you're going to CGI them. We want them interacting with current characters. Agreed. Right. Which, which is exactly that's what, what Spider-Verse did, and it was fantastic. There's Spider-Verse and No Way Home. Like I actually said this to Max. Well, that is it, this, is, is it the- this is No Way Home if DC made it, and that's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just so terrible. Like Just phoning it in because it worked for another movie. There ha- And for Grant Gustin to not be in it is just an absolute travesty. When Ezra Miller literally went on his show and did it, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense that Grant Gustin wasn't in this movie. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that Grant Gustin wasn't the Flash at the end of this movie. So we get to the end of the movie, and Barry Allen does find a way to save his dad, uh, which I thought was interesting. But in doing this, the best cameo in our opinion with Mark and Max was George Clooney shows up as Batman. Bruce Wayne. He shows up Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, sure. Mark, He's the best I texted you right afterwards just, like, laughing. I, I audibly in the theater said, no way. I, you, you talked earlier about I, I, I'm not getting shocked anymore. I was shocked. This absolutely oh, I, I was like, we're getting we're getting George Cooley or Val Kilmer at the end of this. I was just I my, thought it was in Christian my heart. Bale. I thought it was going to be Christian Bale. I really did. Oh, I man, if it was Christian Bale, I, I was I'm like, either. it's, it's going to be another 90s Batman. So... No, they nailed it. And then they yeah. ruined it right after that. Yeah, and <laughs> Yeah, they kind of did. The only reason the only reason <laughs> this this cameo worked to me was because I know it's not going to Oh, but yeah, the, yeah, exactly. That's why George Clooney's like, I'll show up. I just need to show up in a suit. No, easy. Yeah. I don't have to shave. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get to be in okay. a really okay. fancy Solid. fancy car. Okay. Yeah, I love that. 
And I and it, it just summed up the movie. It's like this movie has no consequences. This movie is a place filler <gasps> to I attempt hated. to make like, money. Why didn't you like end it with like something serious why that lead to another story? Yeah. Mark, why I not oh, reset yeah, it all? Yes, Robbie. It doesn't yeah, make, make any it sense. Make it a reset it where it's just like sense. you just end it with a blank slate or like, you know, moving to like Blue Beetle, like whatever. No, he did they actually, the Blue they actually movie ended it with his they ended with his tooth falling out and a Looney Tunes uh that's all folks little gag there. That was terrible. That was awful. Uh, that was, that was worse worst. than the gag that Quantum Mania did at the end where Scott takes a bite of the food. And he just like <laughs> kind of chokes on it at the end of Quantum yeah. It was no. worse than that. That was that hilarious. Was that wasn't bad. They, that was, I loved that. They even lo- CGI the tooth falling out. Like, yeah. Do you think Jarrett would see it if he's the reason why Ezra Miller, if Ezra Miller's tooth really came out? Because <laughs> Jarrett punched him in the face. Maybe. I already told Jared all the spoilers to the movie. He's not seeing it. Jared doesn't need to see this movie. Jared doesn't need to see it. No, um, but I just don't understand why you don't reset this movie. Robbie, why, you, why didn't you reset everything? You nailed just the last thing it, I was going to say. Just in right case there. it makes a billion dollars and you right need there. to keep these characters. It'd be lucky if it's going to make a hundred million at this point. No, they're they're not going to make anything. And the people that are the people that are like this movie is legitimately tremendous. I'm I'm just like that's just wild to me. And I'm one who's usually like a movie like this should have been a six out of six. And I'm even like, eh, I mean, it was okay. I thought you were going to give it a 5.5. I thought we were no. going to come on this show and, and Robbie and I were just going to have to try to yeah. fist fight you, know, you I'm the way with that you guys. Civil it's War. Like, like, but I, I don't know. Maybe with Marvel, I have no expectations and I just love what they do. With DC, I care a little bit more. And the, the problem is, I, is I and now, now I'm getting Everybody cynical. cares what DC does. I've, and that's the yeah, problem. Everybody everybody cares as much about DC as Marvel, but we're watching Marvel yeah. do it well, but they're just like going to weird side characters and they're still kind of doing a good yeah. job. If James Gunn is really going to do Elseworlds stuff with DC, I'm that's what I'm here he for. He needs now. to get going on it. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. He is here, working here was on it. Scott, he's, he's working on it. Okay, he's getting to it, Mac. He cool to just make a movie out of I need to calm down. Mac. Hey, guys, guys, I well, like spaghetti. Maybe with AI, you I like spaghetti. I like it. It's a good food. It's been six months. He Scott Mendelson tweeted this, and I thought this, in my opinion, I thought this was a very great way to describe the tension around this movie is this is the latest example of how online fandom, which drives and leads to overly positive media coverage, is not indica- indicative of general moviegoer interest. The real world didn't care about Miller's crimes, Keaton's cameos, or Guns Reset. They didn't also care about The Flash. Because I think a lot of people are like, what's to blame with The Flash? And I think it's all of the above. I don't think it's one thing. And you you guys know, this is my point too. Like, how do you get this opportunity to reset everything and not take advantage of it? Oh, by the way, the article I was going to share, Machete says that James Gunn got rid of an ending where either Superman and Wonder Woman are there, the original, or Michael Keaton and Sasha Kaya are there as Batman and Wonder- and, and uh, Supergirl. He got rid of both for George Clooney. Now, he had to leave the idea, and I'm assuming for James Gunn, is he had to leave the slate clean. Yeah, because yeah. he wants to be able to do whatever he wants to well, do. Well, he doesn't want any confusion because, like, yes. I think that's that's what they undermined his idea with Henry Cavill and Black Adam. Yep, right. exactly. So, that's exactly. So what here they he did. wanted to be See, like, no, we just gotta make people forget. We gotta get time between these movies. There's this is just this movie was ready to go. We're gonna try to make as much money off of it as we can, and then we're just gonna move on from it. He he also would have been confined to how they explain the multiverse. I don't think he wants that either. Yeah. I think additionally, he also, also yeah. 
in the post credit scene, we we get Momoa back, and oh, Momoa's come Mom- back because he's 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 that's that's the point. He's come back in another movie. Yeah, he has another movie. Matt, Robbie, would would George terrible. Clooney been a top cameo for you if he came out and his suit had nipples on it? Yes, that's what I thought. If he came down like grappled down, yeah. No, 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 not in a bat suit, just in his Armani suit that he was. His, wearing. Ar- his Armani suit had the nipples. Just like, had the nipples, nipples on cut it. Out. Yeah. No, no, no. Like had like no, armor no, nipples on. No, 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 I don't want. Oh, armor. I don't know now. What I just want to pull. Which one's pull? I just want like maybe in that universe now, like showing your nipples. That's out, like, just the style. Thing. That's yeah. just the style. You have this nice suit because the nipples ba- are because just exposed. Because that Batman's been the Batman. He's always had nipples on his suit. Well, and he hasn't killed Batman or that many villains. Yeah, Gotham this. is still just a total crap. <laughs> oh, <hole. laughs> so lost opportunity is if you're telling me this Batman is still around, that you don't have these gothic buildings everywhere. That's why I kind of like the Tim Burton like buildings. That's why I think they're ignoring the, the those other movies. Yeah. Well, lots of um, that's our review. Don't hey, go see it. I guess that's, that's, that's it, it, folks. Uh, wait for it. Uh, toot, wait for wait for Max to have it. Toot, toot would, falls out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ask Max for it once it's on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I would say go watch it once it's on streaming. Oh yeah, yeah I, I would once agree. Max with that. has it. Go watch it. Yeah. Don't. I will not have it. But ask Max for his that. Napster account. He'll, he'll file share the movie. <laughs> Napster. That's hey, Max, funny. That where's funny. your Where's your LimeWire link? That's so good. Well, uh, Robbie, thank you for coming on and joining us. I guess the uh, kids would say torrent. What's your torrent for it? That's, that's, that's is that kids that? Um, I'm. I guess I'm glad I came on. Uh, kind of took me away from my Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering cards. I'm glad um, you came too. So. Yeah, Mark. Thank you for, for joining me. us today. I'm always glad to be coming with you guys. So. Thank you, Finny Bros Universe, wherever you listened, however you listened. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, all the links that we're talking about today on the show are in the show notes. Uh, we love you guys, 3000, and we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.